So you have to realize cold traffic, somebody who doesn't know about you saying, hey, try my program before you buy it type of thing. That means nothing to them. Like who cares if I don't know what your program is, but if you sell me on the outcome and the benefit and the promise of that piece of your program. So let's say you're gonna give away a video training and you sell me on the result that I can accomplish from that training, then I want it. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 482. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast and day three of our 2023 Marketing Mastery Series. If you have been tuning in, I've done two episodes out of the five that are going out this week all about mastering your marketing this year. And it's a very well-rounded series. I'm not just talking about paid ads or Facebook ads or even just funnel strategies. I'm tying in mistakes you don't want to be making with your marketing. That's what we talked about on day one. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that episode. And then yesterday I did a very thorough, really good episode all about organic content and creating content that actually creates buyers. And I feel like I talked about some really good stuff there. So I think there's some really good tangible takeaways. And then today we're going to dive into actual funnel strategies and marketing strategies that I think are going to do well this year and know are going to do well this year. Some you may have heard on my podcast before. Some are probably going to be some new ideas that you haven't thought of before. And with this entire series, what I want you guys to do is when you listen to an episode, I want you to have one action or major takeaway that you can walk away with and actually go either make a change, stop doing something, start doing something, move forward a project, whatever it is. The most important thing to me when you consume my content is that it's not just information that creates overwhelm that creates overstimulating, you know, you need to do this, you need to do this, but it actually moves the needle in your life and business. That is my goal every time I sit down and record a podcast. And so in order to do that, I want you to go into listening to these episodes with that intention. And you can't implement everything I say. I'm about to tell you like seven different strategic ideas. Some of them are not going to be relevant for your business. Some are not going to be the right time for you. And some might really hit or you might get an idea or a thought that comes from what I'm saying. And that's what you want to dive deeper into. And I can't do that for you. I can provide you with the container and the space for it. And then you have to dig deeper. So I'm having so much fun recording these and I am recording them while I'm on a family trip in Colorado. And I didn't record these ahead of time just because other stuff came up last week. Um, We had a crazy couple of weeks between like the Texas ice storm and I don't know, life's always just really busy. So it's just so cool that I get to show up, create this incredible series and be snowboarding all day with my family. So I'm just, I'm grateful. I said it yesterday. I'm really grateful. So let's dive in. Oh, and one more thing. If you get that takeaway and whatever that takeaway is, What means the absolute world to me is when you share that on social media and you tag me and you share what your takeaway was. As a content creator, if you create content, you know, knowing what people got out of it, the impact it made or the takeaways they got is very, very rewarding. And it also helps me understand what was the biggest impactful thing I said in an episode? Because there's sometimes that I say things that I think like one thing is going to be the coolest thing I say or the most impactful thing I say when it's a totally different thing. So I would love if at any point during this week, 
you share this series and tag me on social media so I can thank you. Okay, so let's dive into sales funnel strategies that I know and believe will convert well this year. Some of these are pure, like they always have worked strategies and some are newer. And so listen out for those new ones that you maybe haven't thought of. Okay, so first of all, I've been talking about this and I want to talk about this first. Live launches are essential for this year. If you are not planning on doing a live launch or having a live launch or any sort of live promotion, if you're e-commerce, that could be a new product release, um, that could be a, a promo that you do, it could be a bundle, it could be a giveaway, something that ignites your audience and your leads that you're building, this is very critical. My recommendation is you plan at least four for the year. And the best marketing strategies are ones that combine consistent lead generation that drives consistent sales and then has four to six live launches a year. And I believe businesses who do not prioritize doing some sort of live launch, doing some sort of live promotion are going to fall behind and experience potentially cash flow issues because what these live launches do is they reignite your list and your audience that you've already worked to build and potentially paid to build and they create profit for your business, a lot of profit for your business. And I also love doing live launches because the energy is different. You're creating energy through a live experience or a promotion. There's excitement. It just re-engages people. You can't replicate it in an automated sales funnel. Um, I also like live launches because it makes a big splash on your audience. And so even if people, for example, I just did a boot camp a couple of weeks ago. And even if people don't buy during that boot camp, the people who participated in that and got value from the content, I know they will be buyers in the future when the time is right. There was a handful of people who I knew who showed up every single day to my trainings during the boot camp who were not ready to work with our team. And that's okay with me because that built a relationship with them throughout that time that I can't do in an automated way. So it creates this experience that builds these relationships, that builds this long-term machine that works for you. And then it creates this cash infusion for the people who buy during that time. It's also a great opportunity to try out fresh wrapping paper. So if you've had a webinar or something, you know, even a product that it just feels like you're talking about the same thing over and over and over again, a live launch is an opportunity to have fresh messaging, fresh title to a webinar, fresh content, something that kind of just reignites, reignites your audience. So I would definitely plan live launches. They will be critical. You don't want to only do live launches. Again, you want to have both, but having that is really important. Okay, this is a funnel strategy that I believe is coming back, which when I started my business and I started running ads about seven years ago, this is what everybody was doing. It was all about list building, lead generation, simple downloads, quizzes, lead magnets, grow your list, grow your list. And I do think that simple lead gen is coming back and here is why. I think that people are enjoying consuming something like a PDF download or a really valuable checklist or, um, you know, a simple guidebook or playbook because it's easy to consume because it doesn't ask me to watch a one hour long webinar and I'm able to consume it and get value from it as a lead who downloads it. 
and potentially even implement something from it and get results. And so I think these simple lead gen funnels are a great way to build your list and grow your list consistently and nurture that list for an, a less of a cost, right? Because typically you will see that a lead magnet um, is going to convert at a lower cost than a webinar, for example, or a video series. And, and the reason being it's a lower barrier to entry ask for someone, right? Asking someone to sign up for a webinar means they have to think about can I go to that? Can I attend it? Do I want to go to an hour long training? Am I going to get value from it? Is this good enough for me? But a lead magnet, I know that I can scroll that when I am, you know, sitting on the couch, uh, laying with my kids, and it's easier for me to consume. Now, whenever I say a strategy, what I don't want you guys to do is think, okay, well, Emily said lead magnets are the way to go. And so that's all I'm going to do. I think that symbol lead generation has its place because you also have to pair it with something else like a webinar. It's great for growing your list in between live launches or growing your list and then driving them into something like a webinar. Now, here's the thing. A simple lead gen download is likely not going to convert somebody into a sale because think about that experience. Downloading a PDF is a less nurturing and trust building and deep relationship deepening experience than attending a webinar. So yes, you can get a less expensive cost per lead, but you're likely going to need another step in your experience to convert people into buyers. So it's not one or the other, but this could for your business, without me knowing your business in great detail, this could be a good option for you. Maybe it's not. But if you are somebody who does a lot of live launches and you want something in between them, a lead magnet may be a great option. If you are also somebody who historically your cost per webinar registration has been really expensive, then a lead magnet in front of the webinar may be a good experience. Also, if you're somebody where you know your audience needs extra nurturing, then taking them from a lead magnet to a webinar to your offer just provides extra nurturing. And I've done this a lot for clients where we actually test both. So we test ads straight to a lead magnet that then leads to something like a webinar. And then we also test ads straight to that webinar. And we just compare the return on ad spend. And sometimes the cost per lead to the lead magnet is way less and it actually makes the webinar cost per lead cheaper. And sometimes it doesn't. And so I've really it's like really 50-50. But I think having a simple lead magnet is something to highly consider. And I also think it is coming back because growing your list is so critical. And I do think we went through a period of time where people kind of um, didn't value that and prioritize that as much as they should. And those businesses are hurting because typically you see the payoff of the leads you're adding to your list this month and the next three to six months. So if three to six months ago you slowed down growing your email list, then you're probably seeing the impact of that today. And so I think that happened to a lot of people when ad costs went up in 2021-ish around the iOS updates and they're still paying for it. So simple lead gen for list building could be a strategy for you to consider. Okay, the next um, thing that I wanna talk about is these are a couple of funnel strategies that are more like ideas. And I might say something here that you... Um, are like, oh, I love that. And I could totally see how that works for my business. So I have three of them. 
One is paid workshops. So I have been testing this myself um, and with some clients, and I think this is a great strategy, but wait and listen to the full thing. (laughs) So I think paid workshops, paid challenges maybe fit in this bucket can be a great strategy when done correctly, which is they're genuinely a warm traffic promotion. So to ask somebody who has no idea who you are, to pay $27 or $47 to come to a a workshop is likely not going to be successful at scale. But to do these and promote them to your warm traffic, meaning your list, your audience, the people who consume your content, your warm traffic buckets, promoting that to your audience, what it does is it just gets a little bit more engaged and valuable lead in the door. And so you're going to get a lot lower volume, obviously, than if it were free, but you're able to give a ton more value and substance within that paid experience. And the people in there have paid to be there. So the quality of the lead is likely going to be higher. And so if you sell something that's higher ticket, this could be a great strategy for trying to weed out leads to get the very valuable ones in and on the workshop and signed up for the workshop and then lead them to your higher ticket service. So for us, this is a great strategy because I get people into our paid workshops who are agency ideal clients. And we've done this now two times and we're going to do a new another one soon. And I love doing it. Um, it's really fun to be able to give like our, our one that we did in December was a three hour long workshop. It was incredible like to be able to give that much to the businesses and really dive really deep because they paid. Um, actually, I charged $97 for that and $197 for VIP. So I went even higher because I was trying to attract a higher caliber of a person and it was very successful in converting people into our higher ticket agency offer. Now, I only promote this to warm traffic. So if you don't have an audience, if you don't have a list, this is not going to be a good strategy for you. If you do and you have a higher ticket offer to lead the people who sign up for your workshop to, this could be a really good offer for you. And I want to talk about something because I've gotten this question like three times in the last couple of months. So sometimes I get people who ask me, well, what if I just charge, you know, $10 for my challenge or whatever they're doing. Should I do that? And typically people who are asking me this don't have a big audience and they're trying to sell something bigger. They're trying to sell a course or a service and lead people who sign up for that experience into something bigger. And they ask me this because they're like, well, then I would get a valuable person into this. And here is the thing. What I'm going to say right now, I want you guys to listen so carefully because like I'll tell you very, very few marketers will share this stuff with you. So it The thing is, even if it's $10, you are still selling somebody. And that is a harder sell than something for free. So you have to work hard at proving the value of that thing in order to successfully sell it. And so if you don't have a big audience, if you don't have a big email list and you go and you charge for your challenge or for your workshop because you think that's going to get you more quality leads, the problem is your volume is going to be so low that you're not going to see a big impact. And you're better off just doing the free thing getting the volume of leads and then pushing them into your higher level offer because then at the least you're growing your list and you can bring in quality people through messaging. 
It doesn't have to be, oh, if I charge $7 or $10, then I know I'm going to get a higher quality person. The problem with doing that with cold traffic is it's still a big sell. Like, I don't care if it's $10, you still have to convince someone to hand over their credit card. And I think sometimes people in their mind go, oh, well, it's only $10. But to somebody who has no idea who you are, they are going to think twice about that. They are going to think about it. And so then you're going to impact your volume. And so the people out there who sell this concept and this strategy of self-liquidating offer funnels, paid challenges, paid workshops to cold traffic, every single time that the person promoting that strategy does that, they have a huge warm audience. So when you see Russell Brunson go out there and do a paid, you know, 14 day challenge or whatever he does, how big do you think his warm audience is? Hundreds of thousands of people. Who do you think is signing up for that? His warm audience. So then you go try to replicate it and you have 100 people on your email list and a small following and it's not successful and you're wondering why that strategy didn't work for you. That is why. And this is a big thing in marketing is you see somebody's strategy be so successful and it's because they have a warm audience. They have a list. They have a following. And they're just primarily promoting it to those people and maybe they're promoting it to cold traffic but it doesn't even matter if cold traffic doesn't convert because it's a longer game play for them okay that was a little bit of a rant because this drives me insane when people come to me and they're like so and so said I should do a paid challenge because I'm gonna get more quality leads and every single time I'm like how many followers and how big is the email list of so and so oh it's in the thousands okay that's why they're saying that Because for them, that can be successful. For somebody not there, that is going to be a waste of time and a ton of effort is going to go into creating this paid challenge or paid workshop or whatever, and they're not going to get enough volume for it to pay off. So paid workshops can be great. Paid challenges can be great if you have the warm audience to promote them to. And especially if you have something you want to bring those people who sign up into as a higher ticket offer, this can be a great strategy and it has worked for me many times but I have quite a large warm audience and we don't even try to actually promote it to cold traffic so this is something to consider um, if you want to test that okay the next one that I want to talk about is um, a pay what you can series or training so to be transparent I haven't tested this out myself I don't actually think that I will but we have tried this out on a couple of clients um, and I've seen it successful and so to be honest with you, at first when I heard this, I was like, I don't know. It just comes off as weird to say pay what you can. But I really think that there are a few audiences and niches, like for example, um, probably like the photography space or the um, like makeup artists and um, like beauty industry who are oftentimes very uh, budget conscious. I think that this could be a great strategy, which is you do a training and you say, just pay what you can to come. And you give people this option to come and pay a dollar or $5. And it's kind of the same concept of the paid workshop, but you're able to make it on this like sliding scale. And so I do think this is could be worth testing if you are in an industry where people are very highly budget conscious and aware of that I mean every industry is obviously budget conscious but I do think like for example the photography industry historically photographers have a harder time investing in their business and in things and so this could be a great strategy to test out 
Okay, I have one more strategy that is something that you could consider for your business and it's something that we actually created and is the most recent funnel that we launched, which is a try before you buy leading to a course or digital product or done with you program. So I really actually got this idea from my friend George Bryan um, a couple months back and I think it's brilliant. Because it creates a lead magnet or a download or a video download or or something for somebody to opt into that is based off of what you sell. And there's a couple of key components to this. So this is not a new strategy. People do this all the time. You see in big launches like Amy Porterfield, she does this giveaway a module um, during her live launch. Now, here's the difference. For this to work for cold traffic, you have to pull you have to pull out a part of your program or course that is very valuable but leaves a gap where people want more and you have to be able to sell them on downloading the thing that's outside of just get this free part of my program and that's where people are going to mess this up so you have to realize cold traffic somebody who doesn't know about you saying hey try my program before you buy it type of thing that means nothing to them like who cares if I don't know what your program is I haven't had the desire to want it before and I don't feel that way right But if you sell me on the outcome and the benefit and the promise of that piece of your program, so let's say you're going to give away a video training and you sell me on the result that I can accomplish from that training, then I want it. Then it's attractive to me because it's separated from the product itself. And then it's also like, oh, and also this is a part of my program or my course. And so if you want more, you can buy it right? And also from that concept of creating ideal customers, for a lot of you, this would be like a beginning foundational component of your course that provides a ton of value and shows people, okay, if I get this for free, like the paid product must be really awesome. And then it also stands on its own. So we just did this with our irresistible offer video training. So I actually pulled out of my digital product, um, the marketing accelerator, our trainings on creating an irresistible offer. And that's because that's one of the first things that people go through. It's one of the biggest mistakes people make in their marketing is they have an offer, but they don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to sell it and they make that huge mistake. And so we pulled it out and we give away those three video trainings from inside the marketing accelerator and then we sell people into the marketing accelerator. But when we promote it, all of the promotional material is about the trainings. It's not try a piece of the marketing accelerator. It's get these three video trainings that are going to show you how to have an irresistible offer. If your offer hasn't converted, it's going to show you why. It's going to walk you through our exercise. It's selling those trainings themselves. And selling meaning selling the download it's free but you still have to sell someone on wanting to download it and then we have a very long email sequence attached to this to sell our marketing accelerator and get people to consume the trainings and so far it has been successful um we're still running we just launched it about a week ago we're still running cold traffic ads to it but we've actually implemented this for a few other clients too and it's a way to have an evergreen funnel that's not a webinar that can convert people into your paid product. And so if you have a course um, or like a done with you program or something that's bigger, this could be a great option for you to test. 
one of the key components to it is the email sequence. So for all of these, we've mapped out like a two to three week long email sequence for clients, for my own funnel. And that is one of the most important components because that's what's going to sell people Um, because they're not going to a webinar, right? They're getting these trainings, they're getting access to these trainings. So from there, you have to make sure they consume it and then buy. So if that's something too that you're like, oh, I would love to have this planned out for my business, that is something that we do for all our clients. And we've really up leveled the length and uh, like durability and strategy in email sequences in the last couple of months. So that is another strategy that you could test out if that's right for your business. Um, And then I just have a few other notes. So overall, um, I do think that any type of training and content for the most part, has shortened in the length that people want. So with webinars, I think, especially in the automated evergreen space, a lot of audiences are responding better to like the 30, 40 minute webinars instead of the 60 to 90 minutes. I think VSLs with like six to 10 minute videos could be a great strategy for people, um, especially if you're in high ticket. And so thinking about how do I, here's the goal, with every single one of your sales funnel strategies. I'm gonna, I've said this before, I'm gonna say it again. And so no matter what you choose out of this, if it's lead generation, if it's a webinar, if it's try before you buy it, it's a paid workshop, it's pay what you can, right? All of these have one theme. And that is the goal is to do two things. It is to show people that the path to achieving their desired outcome that you help them achieve is possible by showing them either mistakes they've been making, things they've been missing, or putting the pieces to the puzzle together for them so that they can see the path and they can see the outcome is possible for them. And the second thing it has to do is it has to create a gap for your offer. Every webinar, every lead magnet, every sales funnel, every experience you create that leads to your offer has to in the content itself create a gap that your offer fills and so no matter what method you choose and medium you choose that's the goal so if you do a vsl or you do a webinar the actual content itself is very very important okay which brings me to another point that i wrote down is high value in the deliverable like this is something with clients that we always are looking at is um the actual deliverable, the actual webinar we watch, the download, and making sure the experience that that creates is going to create customers. And and I feel like people mess this up sometimes, especially maybe in the earlier stages of their marketing, where they think that just because something is free, then that means it's good enough and it's it's valuable enough. And like because it's free, then that's the value. And the value of something for free, a webinar, download, whatever, is actually in the outcome, result, or clarity that it brings for somebody. And so if your download or your webinar is not fully fleshed out and strategic, that's not going to create a good experience, which means it's not going to create buyers. So very high valuable deliverables And that does not mean overwhelm and fire hose your audience and leads with information. It means create an experience that's of high value, that does those things I'm saying of shows them a better way, shows them mistakes they've been making, shows them the path to success, and then your offer fills that gap. Another like small note I wanted to, two two more small notes I have. 
Short time to consume with a high reward for consuming will always do well. If you sign up for this training, if you download this lead magnet, whatever, you will be rewarded with a very high output in your business, in your life, in your health, whatever. As long as you can sell that, it will be an easy download and easy sell for someone to sign up for your free offer for your experience. The other thing is solving a specific problem. I see the most success with sales funnels and strategies that are really specific in the problem that it solves and not really broad because if you can get specific with the problem, then somebody can understand, oh, if I sign up for this training or I download this free thing, then I will have this small problem solved. Um, and, and this is true. I feel like I'm talking a lot about like digital products and service-based businesses with lead magnets, but e-commerce too, like you're not going to have as much lead magnet or strategies that are relevant to the lead generation, but you can do this in your content. And this is what's kind of bringing people into your world and then eventually converting them to buyers. And so the same thing is true for e-commerce. It's just applied a little bit different um, as I talk about like webinars and, and downloads. So overall, like one of the most important things I want you to always get when I talk about sales funnel strategies that not enough people talk about. And I know this can be frustrating because you want to be able to listen to a podcast and me tell you like, hey guys, this is the strategy that is working for everybody. Everybody needs to go do this. You know, it's it's VSLs or it's pay what you can or it's paid workshops. The absolute key with marketing strategies is that they're custom for your business. And understanding those foundational two things I said that all strategies, you want them to do that. You want them to create that experience and, and fill that or create a gap that your offer fills. Understanding that, which is true for everybody, that never changes, on top of you have to create something that is an experience for your audience and for your leads and aligns with who you are as a business owner and how you show up. And if that ingredient is missing in your strategy, it will not convert. And so templates and blueprints and formulas only work so far in marketing. And this is where 95% of the marketing agencies go wrong is they put all their clients on the same strategies and they, they find one strategy that, you know, maybe worked for one client and then they start selling that success and they start telling you, oh, we were able to 10x this person's investment and we were able to do this and do this. And it's based on that one strategy, which had the core components into it that I just talked about, but then they go try to replicate it for other businesses and it never works. It doesn't work. And so that's why when you look at, if you were to take inventory of our 55 plus clients that we have on our roster, they're all running unique strategies. Every one of them have unique components to it. It's customized in the onboarding. And I'm not saying that. Obviously, I'm like, yeah, work with Hirsch Marketing because we are the best. And I can so confidently say that, especially these days. But I'm saying that because if you're not doing that, whether you're doing your own strategy or somebody else is doing it and you're trying to replicate a blueprint and they're telling you that a blueprint or a formula will work, run away because I have never seen it work and I've seen behind the scenes of hundreds of businesses and I've also seen behind the scenes of the businesses trying to sell you these templates and they don't work. They work for two, three people out of a hundred that have those magic things 
already in them and not magic. It's not magic. It's, I just told you the secret. It's not a secret, but it's having those, accomplishing those two things. That is the goal of all sales funnels and then having your own unique spin on it. That is so, so important. I just helped my uh, VIP day actually write out her entire webinar pitch. And at the top of the document, I put in bold and I said, do not read what I wrote word for word when you go to do this webinar. I want you to read through this and I want you to make it your own. And that is the most important thing that you do. I wrote her whole pitch for her. Um, and But then I said, you go back through this and you make it your own and you talk out loud and you say it how you would say it and you remove something that doesn't feel right. And if you have anybody, a coach or whatever telling you otherwise, Seriously, you guys run away from that because you will waste so much time trying to fit yourself in a box that's not going to get you results and it's not going to work. And so that's that's one thing I really pride myself in is the custom strategies we create based on core foundational principles that always work and our process that works. But that customization, that that piece to it is the magic. So if you're listening to that and you're also like, Okay, I need this in my business. <laughs> we have a lot of options that you can you can work with us on all different levels. We have even just a simple strategy call that we can do to create that custom strategy that you then go execute. We have our full agency um, with multiple two different levels in it, and then also the highest level is that VIP day with me, um, like what I did for that client and wrote their whole pitch, among many other things. So if you're interested in any of that, you can either send me a DM and we can chat through like the best option where you're at in your business, or you can just go to helpmystrategy.com. You can fill out our application and chat with our team. All right, you guys. So this wraps up episode number three. And tomorrow, in tomorrow's episode, I am going to talk about email and text message marketing. I hinted at email today. It is a big thing that we've up-leveled in our strategies because I think it's become really critical. So I'm going to dive into that more tomorrow in a lot more detail. So I will see you guys back here then. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.